Okay, folks, this is Joseph P. Farrell on Thursday, April 2nd, 2020, the day after April Fool's Day for news and views from the Nefarium. This is take two, because right in the middle of the previous news and views, the audio went completely dead. Now, there was nothing going on on my end, folks. This happened to me last in my last vid chat. The audio just died, and... You're going to have to shut everything down, and I've still got a typewriter, and I'll mail it to my friends, okay? Um, <laughs> so, anyway, we're, we're, trying, we're trying again, and uh, I'm going to start right at the top. I do have a vid chat tomorrow on Friday at 2 p.m. U.S. Central Time. I'll be in there early for pre-chat. And we are predicted to have storms, so if tomorrow you show up for vid chat and I'm either not there or the screen suddenly goes blank, I've probably been about it. <laughs> but anyway, I've, I've got two articles on this story, this media hysteria story that's spreading faster than the virus itself. And I've got some high-octane speculation that I'm going to share at the end. And like I said in take one... I'm simply going to read these articles without much commentary, and I want you to see if you're hearing what I'm hearing in these articles, all right? Now, the articles are from a website called Swiss Propaganda Research. I do not know anything about this website, so take whatever they say with a grain of salt. It does look to me like it's a serious website, and... The website languages are available in German, English, French, Spanish, Italian, uh, Dutch, Norwegian, Polish, Russian, and um, Swedish, it looks like. So, in other words, it's an international website, apparently based probably in Switzerland. The article I'm reading, the first one, is called Facts About COVID-19. This was posted just yesterday, <laughs> April Fool's Day. And I want to read the first four paragraphs of this article, and then I'm going to go right to the next one, which I'm going to be reading rather extensively from. All right, so here we go. Positively tested deceased in Italy is currently about 81 years. 10% of the deceased are over 90 years old. 90% of the deceased are over 70 years old. 80% of the deceased had suffered from two or more chronic diseases. 50% of the deceased had suffered from three or more chronic diseases. The chronic diseases include, in particular, cardiovascular problems, diabetes, respiratory problems, and cancer. Whether the persons died from the virus or from their pre-existing conditions or from a combination of both. Okay, that's the first article. Long to you, in case you guys haven't seen or heard about these things. So the um, second article. I'm not going to read the whole article here. I will post it with this video, but I am going to read extensively from it. And again, I want you to see if you're hearing what I'm hearing with these two articles. So first up, Dr. Sukarit Bhakti is a specialist in microbiology. 
He was a professor at the Johannes Gutenberg University in Mainz, Germany, and head of the Institute for Medical Microbiology and Hygiene, and one of the most cited research scientists in German history. Here's what he says, quote, We are afraid that one million infections with the new virus will lead to 30 deaths per day over the next 100 days. But we do not realize that 20, 30, 40, or 100 patients positive for normal coronaviruses are already dying every day. Dr. Wolfgang Vodark is a German physician specializing in pulmonology, a politician and former chairman of the Parliamentary Assembly of the Council of Europe. In 2009, he called for an inquiry into alleged conflicts of interest surrounding the EU response to the swine flu pandemic. Here's what he says, quote, We should be asking questions like, How did you find out that this virus was dangerous? How was it before? Didn't we have the same thing last year? Is it even something new? That's missing, unquote. Dr. Joel Kettner is a professor of community health sciences and surgery at the University of Manitoba, a former chief public health officer for the province of Manitoba. I have never seen anything like this, anything anywhere near this. I'm not talking about the pandemic because I've seen 30 of them, one every year. It's called influenza and other respiratory, respiratory illness viruses, we worry about the message to the public about the fear of coming into contact with people, being in the same place as people, shaking their hands, having meetings with people. I worry about many, many consequences related to that. In Hubei, in the province of Hubei, where there has been the most cases and deaths by far, the actual number of cases reported is one per 1,000 people, a tenth of a percent, and the actual rate of deaths reported is 1 per 20,000. So maybe that would help put things into perspective. Dr. Yo uh, John Ioannidis, Professor of Medicine of Health Research and Policy and of Biomedical Data Science at Stanford University School of Medicine and a Professor of Statistics at Stanford University School of Humanities and Sciences. He is a director of the Stanford Prevention Research Center and co-director of the Meta Research Innovation Center at Stanford. He's also the editor-in-chief of the European Journal of Clinical Investigation. He was chairman at the Department of Hygiene and Epidemiology at the University of Ioannina School of Medicine, as well as an adjunct professor at Scientific Standards of Evidence. And here's what he says, quote, Patients who have been tested for SARS coronavirus was the Diamond Princess cruise ship and its quarantine passengers. The case fatality rate there was 1%, but this was largely an elderly population. No, some say, pointing to the high rate in elderly people. However, even some so-called mild or common cold type coronaviruses that have been... If we had not known about a new virus out there and had not checked individuals with PCR tests, the number of total deaths due to influenza-like illness would not seem unusual this year. At most, we might have casually noted that the flu this season seems to be a bit worse than average, unquote. 
Dr. Yoram Loss is an Israeli physician, politician, and a former director general of the health ministry. He also worked as associate dean at the University of Tel Aviv Medical School and during the 1980s presented the science-based television show Totspit. Here's what he was a virus that reached the world from Mexico, and until today, there is no vaccination against it. But what? At that time, there was no Facebook, or maybe was, but it was still in its infancy. The coronavirus, in contrast, is a virus with public relations, unquote. Then we have Dr. Pietro Vernazza, a Swiss physician specializing in infectious diseases at the Cantonal Hospital St. Gallen and a professor of health policy. Here's what he says, quote, if we close the schools, we will prevent the children from quickly becoming immune, unquote. Professor Hendrik Streich is a German HIV researcher, epidemiologist, and clinical trialist. He is a professor of virology. Pathogen is not that dangerous. It is even less dangerous than SARS-1. The special thing is that SARS coronavirus 2 is also an advantage because SARS-1 replicates in the deep lungs. It is not so infectious, but it definitely gets on the lungs, which makes it more dangerous. You also have to take into account that the SARS coronavirus 2 deaths in Germany were exclusively old people. In, Heis pardon me, in Heinsberg, for example, a 78-year-old man with previous illnesses died of heart failure, and that without SARS-2 lung involvement. Since he was infected, listen, since he was infected, he naturally, unquote, and the final one here, folks, and then I'm going to get to my high-octane speculation. Dr. David Katz is an American physician and founding director of the Yale University Prevention Research Center. And here's what he says, quote, I'm deeply concerned that the social, economic, public health consequences of this near total meltdown of normal life, pardon me, schools and universities closed, gatherings banned, will be long-lasting and calamitous, possibly graver than the direct toll of the virus itself. The stock market will bounce back in time, but many businesses never will. The unemployment, impoverishment, and despair likely to result will be public health scourges of the first order, unquote. So what's my high-octane speculation here? Well, the first thing is... Um, Oh, no, don't tell me I've, I've got the same audio again. Anyway, the first thing I suspect here is that the data itself, if you've listened to some of these people, what they're really questioning is how the statistics on this thing are being, other than dying from complications of this disease with already existing problems. And as the last German scientist pointed out, one guy, my first takeaway here is the numbers are being badly obfuscated, and those badly obfuscated numbers are in turn being driven by media hysteria and hype. And please understand, folks, when I say that, I do not mean 
that this virus isn't real and isn't really making people sick and that people are not really dying from it. I'm not saying that. I am saying that statistically, the hysteria and hype is way out of proportion to what is actually going on. And here are a few medical experts that are challenging the narrative. So there's an aspect of this that bothers me and has bothered me from the get-go. And it's this. What's the real agenda here? And I suspect a large portion of it, and I've said this before in some interviews and people think I'm crazy, I think this is kind of a beta test of social engineering because look what they've been able to do. This is the first case in history where the entire globe has been basically ordered to stay at home and self-quarantine. Virtually that's what's happened. Now, if you're Mr. Global Loney and you're running an operation, and a friend of mine put this point to me earlier uh, tonight in a conversation, if you look at what's going on, I suspect that one of the things that they are doing is they're tracking the inflection points or the narrative. And folks, again, again, I cannot fix the buffering. Everybody's at home on the Internet. It is not me. It is not my computer. It is not my Internet connection. It's everybody. Everybody's online. If you're having buffering problems, that's why. But I do suspect there's a social engineering component of this, and one of the aspects of it is to identify who opposes the narrative and if there are any particular demographics or regions in the world that are opposing that are opposing this narrative. Because rest assured, I think this is a beta test. They're going to try something like this further on down the line, and it will be more serious. But they need to make sure that they know where the opposition is. I suspect that's a strong part of what's going on here. So I think the other point that they're trying to test in the social engineering aspect of this pandemic because curiously, you'll notice that President Trump has not done anything by way of orders from the federal government. What he's done is he's allowed local governors and mayors, in many cases, to make decisions on what their local and state response should be. Now, in itself, that's not, in my mind, all that sinister. But if you are running an operation, the other thing that's, that this allows you to do is to identify those people who are ready to run with the hysteria narrative and act on it. So you can identify certain governors, certain people in positions of power locally that are taking the narrative and clamping down on their cities or their counties or their states or whatever. So there's a lot more going on here than meets the eye. And if you listen to some of these medical experts, what they're really questioning, what they're really questioning are the social and economic aspects of this story. Because as far as they're concerned, the medical aspects are not making any sense. And that should tell us something. And 12 of them here. So I'm going to post these articles on this uh, video, this news and views so early on Thursday rather than Thursday night like I usually do. So if you 
are a member and you're showing up for vid chat and I'm not there, or you show up and I'm there and then I'm not, <laughs> you'll know why. There's there's going to be storms. So anyway, thank you, everybody, in the chat room for letting me know that the audio on take one was not working. Uh, you know, when I'm talking here, I tend not to see what's going on in the chat room. Again, buffering right now, folks, regardless of where you are, uh, you're you're going to have buffering problems, I think, because everybody has they may be able to take the internet down by driving everybody onto it. <laughs> you know, that's who knows. It's so crazy right now. Anyway, that's it for the news and views from the Nefarium today. Uh, keep sending the articles and please, you know, send articles not about the coronavirus. Uh, you know, this is a community driven site. So I comment on what you guys send me. So if you're sick of coronavirus, send me stories about something else. All right, that's it for today's news and views from the Nefarium. I'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless. Stay 